This is the South Bend Beat Podcast, presented by Alpha Dog Agency. Welcome to my city, bring you to my city, let you ride around my city, I can show you around my city. Welcome to my city, bring you to my city, I can show you around my city, that's my city. Today on South Bend Beat, we're talking to Fonnie Mack. Fonnie is the owner of Linden Grill, which has two locations, one on Western and one in the heart of downtown South Bend on South Michigan. We're going to talk about everything he's had to change to go from the west side to downtown, uh, his path from starting cooking in his dorm room in college to where he is now, and how much family plays a role in Linden Grill. And a quick update on the scheduling for South Bend Beat. This is going to be the last episode of 2018. We'll get started again in January and with the same format. We'll see you every Monday for about an hour. Enjoy this one with Fonny. Fonny Mack, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty well. So uh, this is going to be the last episode of 2018 before we get into 2019. And uh, a restaurant owner from downtown South Bend I thought would be a good move. And who better mm-hmm. than you? Okay, well, the old cliche, it stands again. Say the best for yeah. last. Huh? <laughs> yeah, <let's> <laughs> so uh, you own Linden Grill. Yep. Which has gone from um, Linden Ave to Western. You're downtown now. Um, I want to go a little bit before that, though. Okay. So uh, I guess at what age did you start cooking? Oh, wow. Um, probably before I could walk. Um, <laughs> I started in the, um, in the kitchen with, uh, with Granny and Mama at an early age. Um, that was one of the prerequisites of our home, um, learning how to cook. Pretty much um, making me and my brothers uh, independent men, so pretty and early. What uh, what would you be cooking in those early days? Was there any favorites, or you kind of do a little bit of everything? I know kind of soul food is a specialty now. Yeah, a little bit of everything. You know, whatever. Um, <laughs> back in them days, whatever we had money for. Yeah, yeah, you know, right. you're talking about the the mid seventies, the early eighties. Um, you know, just home cooked meals. Um, you know, burgers, chicken, uh, simple things that um kids would eat. The good stuff. Yeah, the good stuff. So, are you born and raised South Bend? Born and raised. Born and raised. Born and raised. Yeah. Uh, so, what high school did you go to? John Adams. John Adams. Eagle. John Adams Eagle. <laughs> and then, uh, so you went off to college. Where did you go to college? Alcorn State. Alcorn. And from our discussions before, it seems like that's kind of when uh, this lifelong dream, whether you knew you had it or not, kind of took off. Mm-hmm. Um, tell tell us about uh, college and what you do with the cooking. And you even had a famous teammate, I know, that we talked <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, you talking about Lindsey Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, famous teammate. Um, it started off um, really um, in the dorm. I kind of started off, uh, what would you say, uh, survival mode. Yeah. Cooking for yourself after practice, uh, which was 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. We had one local restaurant. Um, like I said, this is back in the early 90s now. You got to remember, times was hard. Yeah. We had one local restaurant, and uh, it closed before we got out of practice. What city is Elkhorn in? Lorman, Mississippi. Oh, okay. Way down. Deep south. Deep south. Yeah. Way deep yeah. south. So, um, you know, my mother sent me a couple of care packages, got me a hot plate, and um, I started cooking. At the time, I did not know. We had basketball, football, baseball, uh, golf. All these players live in the same dorm. And um, when I was down there cooking, I stayed on the first floor. I didn't know 
I was the only one that knew how to cook. <laughs> Out of, you know, 400 athletes. Soon to be a popular man, uh, I bet. Oh, I'm real popular. <laughs> With everybody but except our dean because I was using this hot plate and I kept popping the circuit breaker, you know. So uh, you Were know. you allowed to have this hot plate in the dorms? Was that okay? No. No, I, yeah, I didn't think so. No, okay. But I struck a deal with him. Okay. He got to eat for free. Oh, yeah. So well, that, then it's a no-brainer for uh, him at that, that point. No-brainer. Yeah, that was a deal right there. So uh, it became, you know, after basketball practice, it became, you know, my my job. You know, and first I started doing it, you know, just for pleasure. Uh, really wasn't any money into it. Then it came to, um, hey, <laughs> I need some money right. for food, you know, to repurchase. So um, that's kind of where, that's a long story being short, how it began, right in college in the dorm. And that and that, that kind of went through all of college, all the time you were at Alcorn. And uh, so at what point did you go from Alcorn right back up here? Or were there stops in between? No, I came back here. Right, came right back, back to, here. Yep, came right back to South Bend. Um, and let um, me just transition over. You know, there was a lapse in that um, period of time. You know, after college until the first uh, Lyndon Grill may have been about six years. What'd you do in those six years? Oh, man, some of everything. <laughs> <laughs> some of everything. Whatever paid the bills. Uh, whatever paid the bills, yeah. <laughs> I um, I actually worked at, um, it's called AT&T now, but it was Ameritech. Okay. I worked there. I was- um, Slinging cell phones? Man, not. Were no cell phones back then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. that's a good point. I was in the warehouse doing cable, and then they moved me back to- um, to um, uh, maintenance where I was, you know, helping fix conveyor belts and stuff like that. And then they gave me an outside job riding around on a truck going to pick up parts and stuff for <laughs> the um, conveyor belts. And a 30-minute trip turned into 45 minutes. <laughs> and they took the truck from me and put me back in the warehouse. <laughs> but, um, you know, I had a, a lawn care service, um, affordable lawn care, did that, um, just like any other just-from-home college kid, right. wanted some time off. And then um, really when things, you know, got serious, like, okay, what am I going to do? So um, I had been out to Ameritech for quite a while and um, wanted to be hired in as a manager. And it never manifested uh, myself and a couple of other kids. Uh, they got some management positions, so they wanted to put me back in the warehouse. And I was kind of frustrated. I was like, what can I do to be my own boss? Right. And um, <laughs> relied on cooking. So did the light bulb immediately go off to start a restaurant or were there steps kind of that gradually pushed you in that direction? The light bulb went off to do that, but the uh, finances were not there. So um, after a little while of locating the building, which is 1418 Linden, um, I didn't realize kitchen equipment was so expensive. Mm -hmm. So um, then a light bulb went off. You know, I surveyed the neighborhood. How can I? raise income out of this neighborhood that kind of was not um, an overwhelmingly wealthy neighborhood, but it was in need of a few things. So um, they needed a grocery store. So, okay, now how do you get a grocery store started? I mean, with no money, you know, all you got <laughs> is a building that you owe bills on. So I made a couple of phone calls to some people who own grocery stores, and it was like, it's simple, you know, call your uh, vendors. So I called Pepsi, I called Coke, I called 7-Up, I called Frito-Lay, I called um, Nichols Bread, and they brought the stuff in for free. They just wanted to showcase all of their supplies right. and had me sell it and pay them 30 days later. So that was, I'm like, really? Okay. Bring it in. Set your racks up. Okay. So at that point, you're off and running. I'm so off and so running, it was yeah. mostly like soda, chips, yeah, uh, you know, bread, milk, that kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. You know, stuff like that. Kind of like a um, a Seven Eleven. 
Yeah. Anything okay. you find at Seven Eleven, you know, bottle pops. Um, and then we got a hot dog roller. Had hot dogs and prepackaged um, foods in there. Using that money to buy equipment during the whole time because cut the building in half mm-hmm. and um, use the other half for a restaurant. Just buying equipment, little little piece by little piece, and one day it manifested into a restaurant. And it was ready to go. What what, yeah. co- what did your staffing look like throughout this point? I mean, I'm assuming <laughs> uh, like now you were working 100 hours a week. Uh, but uh, yeah, what kind yeah. of help did you have? I had my brother, okay. which is my right hand, um, Charles. Uh, call him Maine, mm-hmm. Chuck, um, Uncle Chuck, Uncle Maine, whatever <laughs> they call it. My right hand, we had him. Um, at the time, uh, we had um, my current wife at the time, and then also his wife and um, family, family, friends, and family, and it was off and running. And so, so when the restaurant finally came to fruition, was it uh, you know people that had come to the grocery store? It was you know we have a restaurant here now where we just going out you know, handing out flyers. How'd you get people to the restaurant, or was it truly just word of mouth? The food was good, and people told other people. It was word of mouth, and we also uh, didn't have an opening date, but they saw us doing work over there. Mm-hmm. So they knew it was up and coming, and um, word of mouth really spread. And built up the momentum a yes. little bit. Yes, so yes, yes, what, yes. like what year are we talking for this? Uh, the grocery store opened in 1999, Okay, and the restaurant opened in 2000. Okay. Yeah. And how long were you at Linden Ave? Oh, now you're testing my skills. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Probably about 12 years, maybe. Okay. Yeah. And was the second location Western? Yeah, the second official location was, was Western, Western. But also, um, it was a local lodge that's still here over on Western, um, the Amvets, um, Amvets Post. And we had got in there and started running their kitchen and it helped build up our customer base and then moved down to um, the current location on Western. So were those were those first couple mostly um, carry out? 100% carry out. 100%, 100% carry, out. carry out. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Um, and then you, so now you're at Western over like by where the old Martins yep. is. Yep, in that um, plaza. You still have that location. Correct. It's your second location now. Correct. Correct. Um, did it go from those to there? Was, was there ever multiple locations or was it Done with those locations, and now we're at Western. Nope, multiple locations. It was Linden and um, the Ambeds going at the same time. Okay. Then it was Linden and Western going at the same time. Okay. And then um, the idea was once we got in Western pretty good, um, Linden, of course, got opened up uh, with the available finances. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't all the way correct. It still needed some work being done on it. So uh, once we got Western going pretty good, uh, we decided to move the – Operation all to Western and redo Linden Avenue. Um, <laughs> and once we got in there, it was like, whoa, we really need this much work. Yeah. And um, I didn't want to go and put Band-Aids on some things that needed stitches. Right. So we concentrated solely on Western Avenue. Then the downtown location became available and moved to downtown in the JMS building and still have dreams and admirations of going back home, which I call Linden. Mm-hmm. And... Um, here we are right now, downtown. So you went to uh, the JMS building. I think mm-hmm. shortly after being the JMS building is when I discovered you guys. Correct. Um, I came in with a group on. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I was like, well, this is just a shocking amount of food for how much I'm I know, paying. right? <laughs> Thought <laughs> and, you were stealing yeah. it. <laughs> and I was like, well, this can't be right. And then the food came out, and the food was just unbelievable. So not only Thank was you. it a shocking amount of food, it was mm-hmm. unbelievable food. Thank you. And uh, I was still in the earlier days of Alpha Dog, and I was like, I mm-hmm. got to talk to the owner. Yeah. And yeah. 
you were actually the one working our table. Uh, I remember. And I was like, uh, who owns this place? And you, <laughs> and you said, you're looking at him. Yeah, I remember that. And, I remember uh, that. I was like, man, we have to collaborate one way or another mm-hmm. because, uh, I mean, this food is unreal. Yeah. And um, you were at JMS probably beyond that, maybe another, I don't know, year and a half, year and a half maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe year and, and a half. And then um, I remember getting the phone call. Mm-hmm. I was out on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were talking about this new space that's available. Yep. Right on Michigan. Yep. And uh, that's where you are now. Yep. So so talk about a little bit going from the JMS building to Michigan. And I know you said you've even run into people where they're like, oh, this is great. Where you been? And be like, oh, we're a street away. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. I was reluctant to move at first. Um, I really loved the JMS building. And we finally made it somewhere I never thought we would be. I never had um, dreams about leaving Linden Avenue, going yeah. to Western, let alone being Literally, downtown. Right, right. With all the momentum that's going on downtown, never did I think about it. Um, opportunity came. We was in the JMS building. Then we moved over um, to the Michigan Street address that we're in now. And I didn't, didn't spend a lot of time downtown growing up or in my adult age. <laughs> we were over in the JMS building probably three and a half, close to four years maybe. Yeah, yeah. And um, did a pretty good business over there. You know, pretty good clientele. Um the Chase Tower was going at the time, and so, you know, the street was one way, and it was right on Main Street. Right. So when we did move over on Michigan, uh, we started doing a rebuild over there first, and we put the signs up, let people know we was up and coming, let our customer base you move. Took, you actually took over two spaces right. and made it one, Yep. and that yep. was a big project. Big project, yeah. Took a long time. Yes, Seemed like did. forever in a day. Yes, it did. <laughs> so um, as we were doing the build out, we put the signs up. You know, we all had our shirts on, our linen grill shirts, trying to let, you know, the energy yeah. go with the people, with the customers around. And people would come ask us, oh, linen grill, linen grill. Wow, I've heard of that. Um, where you guys been located? Um, I'm like, turn around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been over there four years. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's, it's so crazy how Michigan and Main Street are literally, I counted it, I counted it, 83 steps apart. Jeez. And they are worlds apart in the customer base. Yeah. Uh, people never travel from one block. To, well, I can't say no one does, but it's a small group that, that do. And right. um, we uh, continue to keep our customer base from Main Street, and now we built a pretty strong customer base on Michigan. And now you're right across the street from the Chocolate Cafe. Yes. Um, right on the corner. You have the entry to the garage on yes. one side, and like edible arrangements yes. and pegs on the other side. Yes. I mean, yes. prime location. Yes. And uh, Best in the state. Yeah. And, and it's getting busier and busier. It is. I mean, yeah. every time. I mean, yeah. I mean, talk about how you've seen your fan base go from um, kind of small but loud to now large and loud yeah. like they love Linden Grill and uh, they're passionate well, about I it. truly appreciate <laughs> it we love them too and the thing about it it, it was a it was a uh, it was a growing and learning experience because remember we started off 100% carry out mm-hmm. uh, we started off uh, just strictly food as we grew um, our challenges uh, hit us right in the face I think we grew faster externally than we did internally. Right. So uh, we we struggled a little bit, as you know, with customer service. Uh, we struggled with um, the the new Michigan Street. Um, it's a different ball game. Yeah, a totally different ball yeah, game. Yeah. And so we struggled with it at the beginning. So we really had to refocus on um, who we are and what are we here for and um, who are we here to serve. We're not here because um, we're great. We're here because we love 
serving people. Right. You know, we love seeing people happy. I love seeing people enjoy food. So um, that took a little, you know, face punching. You know, we got a little bad social media things here and there. It's not because we weren't trying, just because we weren't equipped. Right. So um, we got it together now. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. And our bases have always been fresh food fresh food and as anyone knows fresh food takes a while right uh people on michigan street they want their food right away yeah you can it's a busy crowd it's a very busy crowd yeah and um sometimes a very uh uh business crowd i I don't like to call them impatient they're business so Mm -hmm. they can't wait they got to keep going right so we had to make a few adjustments and we did that and now we're ready and it's and i want to get back to the Mm -hmm. face punching for a couple minutes whenever we bring restaurant owners on we talk about you know the the growing sense of online reviews mm-hmm. and how stuff comes. We talked about with Blake about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. He had his own challenges going from Bruno's to Mimo's. Yeah. Um, and on your end, like you said, at the beginning, things didn't go as well as possible. Mm-hmm. And some bad reviews came in. And mm-hmm. now we're, I mean, I don't know, last time you had a negative review. It's been months. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what did you do as far as like self-reflection when things weren't going as well as you wanted? And what have mm-hmm. you done to get it to be the well-oiled machine that it is now? Beside working um, 75 plus hours a week. Yeah, outside outside of what you have personally done. What have you Um, done on a uh, um, more delegation side? I dug into the soul of the staff. Mm -hmm. You know, really, what are we here for? Who do we want to be? How do you want to represent yourself? How do you want to represent Linden Grill? And uh, what can we do to make sure we sustain, you know, this this momentum? And... um, it was sitting down with myself, sitting down with my brother, sitting down with my fiance, you know, my mom. And um, Mama Mac. Mama Love Mac. Her. Love her to death. She'll yeah. regulate if yeah, she's there. Yeah, she will. <laughs> Mama Mac is there daily yeah. now. <laughs> That's how he's got better. But um, it, was, it was, you know, really um, gut checking. You know, what are we doing wrong? Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it, getting the workers to buy into it. Buy into, you know, the dream, buy into what we have going on, letting them know that, you know, you're here representing Linden Grill and yourself. You know, this is, you know, realistic. I'm, I'm realistic. You know, I'm close to 50 years old. This is my last stop um, uh, in business. And like I try to explain to my workers, where do you want to go from here? You know, um, your next opportunity is walking through the door. Yep. So take full advantage of it, you know, um, represent yourself well. Now, you mentioned, you know, the 75 hours, and you laughed, but you're not really joking. No. Um, Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> How do you, now that, you know, Linden Grill's, you know, getting bigger and bigger, and whether you'd want to admit it or not, the name Fonnie Mac is starting to become more of a power name in the downtown circles. Mm-hmm. How do you balance that and, you know, kind of your upward ascent with still having to put 75 hours in? I mean, is that is that getting tougher to juggle or is your staff stepping up to the plate more to where you feel comfortable? Hey, if I have to take a few hours away here, we'll be OK. Um, you people like you. <laughs> <laughs> that works. That yeah, works. People like you. Um, it, it really um, has to do with, you know, my staff, my staff maturing um, internally and um, um, my family stepping in. Um, Tia, she's there. Um, Still now. very family oriented. Still over family oriented. Yes. From day one to right now, yes. very family oriented. Yes. yes. And um, my mom is. I have people around me now that will tell me when I'm 
off track. Mm-hmm. I don't want people that work for me being a, a yes man or a yes lady. I want y'all telling me when I'm off track. Whenever I'm straying away from the mission, you mm-hmm. know, let me know. Whenever I'm too lackadaisical, whenever I'm too tough, let me know because you all know what the mission is. And so, um, and then with my mom being there, with Tia being there, with my brother and my daughter, uh, Deanna and Anaya, my son Fonzo, you know, Anthony, um, I got a good support team. And so, um, how do I balance it? Um, dedically. I mean, yeah. <laughs> delicately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Very much so. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. Now, is is too tough very an issue for you very much? Because you're like one of the nicest people on the planet. Yeah, yeah. I can't see you getting too tough all too often. And that's one of the downfalls because it takes a lot to get me there. And um, um, I've been um, uh, too lenient with my workers because I have rules and regulations in place and they get stepped on and crossed all the time. So I just give a little stare. And, and um, like you said, having having yeah. T and Mama there now. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I don't think they have a problem being a bad guy if they no, have to be. No. No. <laughs> and remember, we got Uncle Chuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Chuck, he, he comes in, you know, everybody straight. I straighten up. I yeah. thought I was in trouble. <laughs> like, what I do? <laughs> what I do? Yeah, so... Um, I got a good support team, you know, and then like when my kids, my kids come around, they're all grown and gone now beside the youngest, um, um, Tyron, he's nine years old. So other than that, all of them are grown and gone, but when they come home, they really, really jump in, you know, both feet to and, help and out. And speaking about being a family business, yeah. the, um, at least your kids that I have met, they're all very smart, very dedicated to yep. London Grill. Yep. So that has to be a huge relief, even if they're back for a short amount of time. Yeah, to be able to help. yeah they all take out their moms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah, That's a good yeah. way to put it. Just like mama. <laughs> so we speak from to a more uh, widespread <laughs> or macro level about mm-hmm. just downtown South Bend in general. Okay. Um, you've been there like for a handful of years now. Yes. Um, obviously trending upward. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean – are there things you're excited about, uh, changes you're excited about? And have you seen a change the last couple of years as far as just bodies in the street? Um, downtown South Bend does a great job, brought in their their new executive director, Milt yeah. Lee. Oh, he um, does. And he's, yeah. I mean, he's already doing awesome. great things. Yes, yes. Uh, talk to us about downtown South Bend and what you're excited about and the change you've seen in the last couple of years. Okay. Downtown is growing. It's growing in the right direction. You know, it's nothing but energy and excitement. And, um, I will tell you one thing. Coming to Michigan Street, I thought that we um, were a business downtown. I didn't feel like a part of the puzzle, what was going on. I never felt – I don't I don't want to say that we didn't fit in. I just want to say that we weren't part of what the energy that was right, going on. We right. had our own clientele. We had our own brand. And now I feel like after talking with Milt, after talking to some other um, business owners downtown, I feel like – there's a way for us to connect and be a part of um, DTSB. And that's the exciting part because I feel like we only scratched the surface of where we can be and where we're going. Um, it's going to take a lot of help um, from DTSB, which Milt is committed to helping with. It's going to take a lot more hours out of myself. Yeah. <laughs> like there's any more to yeah, spare. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where are you but, finding um, them? Man, downtown is just, I, I can't imagine a downtown in the country better, really. I mm-hmm. mean, there, there are some places that's bigger. There are some places that's faster. There are some places that there's tons of more people. But as far as, like, the excitement level, I don't think it's touched. 
And uh, we're right there. I mean, what better place can you ask for? Right. Across from Chocolate Cafe, next door to Edible Arrangement, next door to Pegs, across from Jimmy John's. You know, you got Chicory Cafe. And then... Um, Even like Cafe Navarre not far away. Cafe when the Gridiron has events, they're yeah. right there. The new courtyard is... The Morris. More, yeah. I mean, what more can you ask for? The opportunity is there. If we don't make it uh, uh, to, to the next level, it's not because we weren't given a chance. Right. So It'd be... A, and for both of us on this side of the table, if if it doesn't, you know, just keep going upward, it'd be you looking inward yep. and handling your marketing. It'd be me looking inward. Yep. And, you know what went wrong? What went wrong? Um, so we just need to stay on this ascent. Exactly. And I mean, we haven't talked about the food a whole lot yet. We can do that now. Man, Man the food is good. So <laughs> so people would probably heard even if they, even if they mm. haven't had them about the Linden Grill wings. Ooh. And it's different. Like yes. you go to wings, etc. Yeah, those are good wings. Beat yes. are good wings. Yes. These are different. How are They're your different. wings different? Our wings are the whole wing. Right. You know, they're not a half wing. I don't know why they get away with calling them yeah. wings. There's, these yeah. are pups. These, these are, are no, 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 no. <laughs> they're not the jumbo pterodactyl wings. You know, they're not the split wings. Now, for example, if you go to the dealership and you get your car, if they cut their car in half, you still got a car. Kind of. Kind of. Drive it. Uh. Yeah. Kind of car, you know. That's how, look, that's how I look at yeah. the wing, you yeah. know. Yeah. It's kind of a wing. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm just joking about that. But um, we use the whole wing, and um, our wing is breaded and deep fried in our homemade um, breading. Our homemade breading is made by, you this know. This is your, part I was waiting yeah, for. Yeah, your, yours truly. <laughs> yours yeah. truly. And, and how um, many people alive know the recipe? Alive? Yeah. Just one. Yeah. Just one alive. And he's in this room right yep, now. Right, right here in the room. <laughs> You're yep. listening to him. Yep, yep, yep. You know, um, you want to know the recipe, um, you can get your plot together at Highland. You yeah. know? <laughs> so, and I've asked you this before. If you walk out of here and get mm -hmm. hit by a bus, I mean, that recipe just is gone. I know. Yeah. And unfortunately, I need to do something about that. Yeah, really. And that's going more mainstream right there. That's growing into areas I never thought we would be. Mm -hmm. So that's some things I need to think about. But um, the food is phenomenal. You know, everything in-house um, that we make in-house is breaded. You know, we don't buy any pre-breaded food. Um, we don't use any frozen product. Now, some of our product is brought in frozen, but mm -hmm. we don't cook any pre-breaded frozen product. Right. So um, all of our seasonings, all of our breading um, is made by myself. Um, even my closest family members don't know what it is. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to probably start figuring out, you know, maybe this, maybe that. Just like the kernel, you know. You right, right. Get 11 spices. Yeah, yeah. It's how much of this, how much yeah. of that. So um, it's, it's, it's our signature. And we've gotten to the point where our seasoning um, that I make from scratch, uh, we call it love. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's called now, love. So we put love on everything. And that's literally, you know, we put love on everything because we put our seasoning on everything. So anytime you eat something from Linden Grill, you know, you got some love added to it. And talking about your food going more mainstream. Yes. Um, you've seen quite the transition over the last few years of, like you said, you started as just carry out. Mm -hmm. To now, I mean, you're welcoming families on a regular basis, yes. a lot more family-friendly. Yes. Is that something that was always in your long-term goals that you wanted to have a family-friendly where, you know, it's a dinner, talking about, you know, chain places, Applebee's, Red Lobster, places downtown, Chicory, Cafe Navarre. Linda Grill wants to get into that conversation. Is that something that you always had in long-term plans? Honestly, I thought I'd be on Linden forever. I thought yeah. it'd be, you know, um, my, what I had knew was um, like the Chicago, you know, carry out, come up to the window, carry out. I, that was my dream. Those cult following type yeah, places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was my dream, and that's where I was. And as we started growing, that's when I started grabbing these new ideas. So I didn't have that admiration from the beginning. I really 
didn't dream beyond Linden Avenue. Mm-hmm. And so where I am now is beyond a dream. You know, I can say I'm looking down on cloud nine. Um, and now I got to start thinking bigger um, right. as to how can we uh, continue to compete in right. this market. The market's getting tough. Uh, staffing is, oh, my God, so tough to try to hold on to uh, or try to get qualified people. So, um, Which is wildly important. It's wildly, wildly important. important, yeah, because uh, they represent you. They represent your brand. And um, so when you work for Linden Grill, you don't work for a business. You work for a family, mm-hmm. and you're automatically part of the family. You know, you're, you're sworn in. <laughs> <laughs> now, you have, we mentioned it a little bit earlier, we have mm-hmm. quite the uh, following on social media, especially mm-hmm. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, again, with the food, it's so photogenic. I mean, it just looks good. Do mm-hmm. you get... Um, you know, when people come in, whether it's through social media or whether they've heard of someone that has eaten there before, uh, do you think you're still getting a decent amount of first-time diners? Yes. Yeah? Yes, yes, yes. And uh, it has a lot to do with our social media. Um, I'm too old to call I mean, I'm too young to call myself old school, but I guess I'm old school in my thinking. This social media um, avenue has so new to me but it's not new to the world right so with somebody like you and jess right there i mean oh my god it's taking off the social media is taking off right and i still don't have a facebook i don't have no social <laughs> media <laughs> you know no social media the only facebook i've ever saw is through uh linden grill's facebook page that mm-hmm. you created you know and i can vouch for that because i get the calls every once in a while like <laughs> how do I see the numbers from social media again? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then it just ends up, in, all right, just email them over. <laughs> yeah, just email them to me. So um, social media is important, very important to business. Getting those new faces through yeah. the door, even that yeah. uh, maybe haven't had Linden Grill. Correct. And we're hoping that the listeners of this, if you haven't tried out Linden Grill, mm. I mean, kind of the elevator pitch for Linden Grill would be what? Wings, burgers, um, full bar. Yes. Um, yeah. What are some of the other more popular, oh, like said, breaded our, options? Our, our pork chops. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, we got pork yeah. chop dinners. We got the best potatoes and onions in the Michiana area. Well, you know what, Midwest. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, our fish, our shrimp. Uh, pound for pound, we'll go toe to toe with any chain restaurant, mm-hmm. any restaurant you could think of. It's because of the love we put on it. It's because of the dedication, and it's because of the fresh food. All of our food is fresh. All of it is fresh. I can't express that enough. And you can taste the difference. And um, one of the headaches is um, timing. Um, I, I, I agree, you know, that some of our food may take a little longer, well, but it's worth the wait. And, and let's talk about that. Is <laughs> yeah. If someone that hasn't been there yet, mm-hmm. they're coming in, let's set an expectation right now. Yeah. What's a like standard goal for a ticket time, let's say uh, an evening with moderate traffic in there? We're aiming for like 12 minutes. Okay. Yep. We're in for twelve, and that's why we introduce appetizers. Mm-hmm. You know, to try to give you, you know, that that lag time was it doesn't seem so long. We got a full service salad bar, uh, where self serve. You know, get your salad, um, appetizers, and it kind of cuts down on that wait time. Um, and even if you hit, I mean, yeah. it's all about expectations you go yeah. in with. But even if you hit twelve minutes, I mean, that's yeah, well, by and large, that's nothing. It, it, you go to not. a lot of places, that's fast. Yeah. And it's down. You know, it used mm-hmm. to be 18, 20 minutes ticket time. And sitting there waiting 20 minutes, you know, uh, kind of got a little frustrating. So we found avenues to cut the time down and also get those appetizers in that salad bar. We really try to push those things so you can at least be eating while you're there. And talking about being worth the wait, um, you know, there's a lot of places where the food is kind of like halfway there when people order it. It's mm-hmm. like almost all, almost ready already. <laughs> right, right. That's not the case at Linden Grove. No. We started when you order. 
you order, we start it, and not a second before. And that's it's what like um, cooking at home. Yeah, it's, it's in like your own kitchen. Yeah, yeah. And it's it, it's been a great, great thing for us. You know, as far as the taste and the flavor and the freshness. And um, there are some times where it's a little frustrating for our customers who are first timers who may be in a hurry. So you know, we've come up with some ways of you know giving them. Now we're doing soups, so you can come in and get your soup that's um, readily available. Um, like I say, the salad bar. Now is it a soup of the day situation? It's always a different soup. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. And we have chili, um, fresh, fresh made chili. So fresh homemade chili. And there's, we haven't mentioned it yet, but there's mm-hmm. all, every day has a daily special. Every day. Um, every and day. it's all, you can find them all on the Linden Grill website. I'll yes. put them in the show notes. Yes. Um, again, social media is another way to yes. find it. Um, and another thing we like to ask about when we talk to restaurant owners is people see restaurant owners as, see restaurant owners especially the successful ones like linden grill and think you know it's all sunshine and roses but there are times um, that's really not the case if someone's listening and they want to be a restaurant owner maybe they get in those early days and things are going rough what's a couple things for them to keep in mind you know to just kind of grind it out and get to those better days uh or ways to deal with those you know kind of frustrating times if if you're not buying into a franchise or a chain restaurant if it's going to be something that you're starting Mm -hmm. yourself or something that you know you and a group of friends are starting it's uh, important that you um, know how to do every aspect of the business you know i know how to cook um sometimes cooks don't show or sometimes they're behind i can do just about everything you know i can bartend i can serve i'm the janitor i'm the dishwasher you know whatever needs to be done and it kind of sucks that i gotta wear 15 hats but it gets done um as far as what kind of advice would I give? Patience. Patience, patience. Um, it's not going to happen overnight. You're not going to see success. You're going to have um, a lot of monetary investment. So it's not going to be a quick return. But um, you got to get pleasure out of what you're doing. If you don't love the business that you're in, don't be in the business. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's simple. You have to love it. And when you do love it, you work a little harder at it. It makes it a little easier to get out of bed, mm-hmm. you know, to go to it. Love it. Yeah. Let's get to, uh, we always end up with some lightning round questions. Yep. Um, Uh-oh. Let's get through Yeah, you have no idea what's coming. <laughs> I don't. Right. You have no idea either. <laughs> <laughs> They're softballs. Okay. We'll, do, uh, we'll start with um, either favorite vacation you've taken or recurring vacation that you do take. Um, what's kind of like your... Favorite I need to yes. I need to get away and kind of yes. disconnect for a little bit. What's your yep. go-to? We do a family cruise every year. Um, okay, it's cool. my whole family. Um, uh, my brother and his wife uh, started it maybe about six, seven years ago, and um, it started off with like forty-nine, fifty-nine. I can't remember. That's I know it ended or not. Yeah, and I think last year we may have been down to close to forty. Okay, but um. It's my favorite time. I'm around friends and family. I'm detached from the business uh, physically, but I got. Uh, <laughs> you don't. So you don't truly detach. No, I ordered the um, whatever it is on the phone. Well, um, the Wi-Fi calling. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm so on even the when phone. you're out of country. Or, <laughs> yeah, 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 on the boat in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, y'all, I didn't know what's going on. Y'all need me. Y'all need me. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I, I, I mean, do you need me? Because yeah. <laughs> ain't nothing I can do. Yeah. But um, um. Our family cruise every year. Uh, I love it. It gets me away. It gets me uh, detached from the business, and it gets me around uh, my loved ones. And about how long are you gone when you take those? Seven days. 
Yeah. That's a nice chunk of time. That's a nice do you always do the same cruise or do you mix it up? Same cruise. Yeah. Well, no, same cruise line. Same cruise line? Yeah. But Go different. different destinations? Yes. Any yes. favorite so far? Destinations? On the boat. That's on the boat? Huh? On the boat. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We get on, we parties on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think they're going to bring me in the captain's chair this year. Oh, we parties on the boat. It goes are, are down they all, on the boat. Are they all Caribbean? Royal Caribbean, yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Royal Caribbean. Yeah, we parties on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> you, have you ever been stuck on an elevator? Uh, no. Never? Mm-mm, never. So, kind of relaying these two questions together. Do the cruise ships have elevators? Yeah, yeah they do. And you ride them? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. absolutely horrifying. Uh, if that thing gets stuck uh, on a boat, yeah. I think I'd pass out. You know... I guess I probably would think on that. I don't think I've been on a boat elevator sober, so I didn't ever cross so, my yeah, mind. So you were good. Yeah, yeah you, you know, yeah, good. who cares? Goes down, I'm going down. <laughs> right, <bit>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, uh, do, you get, do you get to the theaters very often? I guess I should ask that first. No, I don't. When's the last time you were in a movie theater? I just went and saw Creed 2. That's what I was going to ask, last yep. movie. So Creed 2. Creed 2, yeah. Man, all right. No spo- if you don't want spoiled on Creed 2, like the next 30 to 60 seconds, just put us on mute. But man, how good was Creed 2? Awesome. It was good. Did you like Creed 1 too? I like Creed 1. And did yeah. you like the Rocky series? Yep, I did. Man, yeah. it's, the Rocky series set such a high bar, but Creed is like... Followed it good. And uh, so the first Creed was directed by a guy named Ryan Coogler, who okay. is amazing. He did okay. like Fruitvale Station. I don't know if you've seen with Michael B. Jordan. Uh-uh. Um, and he wasn't... He didn't do Creed 2, got a little nervous about it. I can't remember the kid that did Creed 2, but man. It was awesome. It was just so good. Really, and and that's saying a lot coming from me because I saw Creed 2 prior to that Creed 1. And going to the show prior to Creed 1, or Creed as they yeah. call it, was um, The Nutty Professor. Man. That was a long so, lapse of time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. You're telling me. Yeah. You went from Nutty Professor to Creed. Yeah. On breaks from theaters. Yes. I mean, at least you went from one banger to another. <laughs> I know, right? Nutty Professor was off <laughs> yeah. the dinner table scene at Nutty oh, Professor all the time. That was hilarious. Oh, Cletus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You're going to limp back. Yeah, you're going to limp back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a long time ago theater. Yeah. So, uh, I was busy. Unless there's a Creed th- 3, it may be another couple decades <laughs> before you get back to the theater. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious! Now, yeah, it was it was a little bit of time. Yeah. Now, uh, favorite kind of music? Or favorite kind of music, either genre or artist, however you want to answer. Um, R and is my favorite kind of music. But coming from the early '90s, you know, I still love that old school rap. It gotta be old school yeah. rap. Gotta be old school rap. So you're talking like N.W.A. Eazy-E. Yeah, yeah, when rap was rap, when, rap when it was meant rap. something. Now I think um, ain't nothing else to rap about now. So they rapping about. Unnecessary stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's a handful now that I, I I still think will portray a good match. I like Kendrick Lamar. I really like. Yeah, 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 job. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chance the Rapper, I'm a big fan of. Heard him? Heard yeah. him? He's from Chicago, He right? is from Chicago, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, so I guess the quick follow-up to that would be, are you going to see Snoop at Four Winds Field next summer? Hey, you know, October London um, was one of Snoop's artists. And I watched him grow up from the tender age of about seven or eight years old over there at the original Linden. He's one of my favorite people in the world. And um, he promised me that me and Snoop would be sitting down talking. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. October London. He was just in um, maybe Tuesday night, I think it was. 
Uh, he's back and forth from L.A. to here. He's actually, I think he moved back here. I think. You need to get Snoop over to Linden Grill when he comes in to perform. He ain't got no choice. Yeah. yeah. There wasn't an option in that. Yeah. He'd be uh, uh, rapping about Linden Grill wings. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that'd be quite the commercial. Yeah. I'm going to hold the fire to October feet on that, too. Yeah. yeah. So, um, he promised me, you know, a one on one with Snoop. That'll be awesome. Yeah. That'll be awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Early 90s rap, you're good. And RB yeah. all the way up to current day. You like current day RB or? I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I, um, just you know, mellow music, nothing too loud. But I, I just love some um, some R and B. You know, um, there's some old, a um, little bit of rock that I like too. Yeah, yeah. At the right time. At the right Maybe time. Maybe after a long day, you like the R and B. Yeah. If you need to get rolling, we can do the rock. Exactly. Or the, or exactly. The rap. Yeah. All right. Now this is what we usually like to end um, asking. You know, mm-hmm. all the personalities and influencers we have on the podcast. If someone is listening and they say, "Man, I I want to be Fonny Mac when I get older." Mm-hmm. What is a couple pieces of advice you'd have for them, whether they're a high school kid, college kid? Maybe it's even later. Maybe they're in their mid-30s to 40, Mm -hmm. and they're getting a little later start than you did. Mm -hmm. But you're doing what they want to do. A couple pieces of advice for them. A good team. Okay. A good team and um, a vision, not just with your eyes, but a vision on paper and stick to it. You know, if it makes sense, stick to it. Um, And – when I say a good team, uh, people are going to come and people are going to go, but you have to keep a good solid core around you. You have to um, be humble, be very humble, and I can't express over and over again: know your business, know how to run your business. I've seen a lot of people open up um, restaurants that don't know how to cook, or open up. Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but you should never own a business that you do not know how to run. How, how would you run a computer shop, but you don't know how to fix a computer? Right. Yeah. 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 So know your business and get you a good, solid core staff around you. Get you a Mama Mac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll be all set. <laughs> you'll be all set. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Bonnie. Uh, you can find Linda Grill at lindagrill.com. Um, it's at Linden Grill on all social medias, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, Tierra does a great job with Snapchat. Jess does a great job on the uh, Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so check out Linden Grill. Come in. You'll probably see Fonny rolling around. Yep. Uh, grab some full wings. Yeah. And maybe some burgers and drinks. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Fonny. All right. Thank you, Kyle. Welcome to my city. Bring you to my city. Let you ride around my city. I can show you around my city. Welcome to my city. Bring you to my city. I can show you.